0: All right, welcome to Overtime. Ben Standig, Britt Jolie here. We write for the athletic, but of course, we're with you here till nine o'clock on 1067 to talk about all kinds of things, Britt. You know, we're coming in on a Friday afternoon. You think to yourself, okay, we have to plan a little bit in advance. What are we going to discuss? Oh, guess what? The Washington Commanders cannot go, forget not going a day without news. They can't go like a 12 hour cycle without being in the news and here they go again. But first and foremost, I have not seen you in person for a minute. Uh, How are you?
1: I'm doing great. I'm looking forward to talking all about Dan Snyder because it's always about Dan Snyder and the Washington commanders and, or at least it always will be until we come to some kind of conclusion with this investigation. And, you know, I have a bone to pick with a lot of people, but I think the NFL has a lot of culpability here and how this situation has gone. We'll get into that later. Of course, my sport baseball officially postponed today. Major League Baseball sent out a statement. We'll get into that as well. The spring training games will not start before March 5th. Uh, a lot going on in the sports world for a Friday. You're right.
0: There is I, I if I'm if I could like pick a bone just to be equal in the bone picking, Brit has a very nice salad. I'm guessing it's from Kava, I want to say just from the looks of it. It is. You know, you know we all know what the rule is, right? You got to bring them up for everybody. Technically, the salad is enough for everybody, but there's one fork, and I don't have my own, so I just like to point that for the record. Brit went, got food, and did not think to herself. Let me let me hook Ben up. So I'm just gonna say that's gonna be on my mind for the rest of the show.
1: Ben, you never bring food though. We go on the radio for like two, three hours, and I, you know, I can't go that long. I had a kind
0: it. bar on the way over here um, while I was like trying to uh, uh, you know, update my own, uh, doing helping the athletic of the news cycle with, with the. Uh, with with the latest statements from the NFL from the from the Commanders about this whole thing, so I was like doing the classic you know power lunch on the power bar on the move thing. Uh, I did not have time to do the formal. Let me stop and get food and, and have a nice healthy meal here.
1: Yeah, um, I regret nothing <laughs>
0: about this. Well, you know, nothing. right, it, it, right. If you're gonna, you're not. You just might as well just give me the look like, hey, your problem, pal, uh, which is reasonable. But nonetheless, I'm gonna harbor it against you. Um, as we sit here and discuss. Um, You know, it's funny. So I don't know when's the last time we actually did a show together. I mean, it's been, I don't know, a few weeks. And yet it feels like while the story has progressed to a degree, because now the story of today is confirmation that the NFL is going to officially launch their own investigation into the latest allegations against Dan Snyder that were made at the recent uh, uh, House Oversight Committee roundtable. And... And then subsequently, the, the, the team said they were going to do their own investigation. They have now said today, in light of the NFL news, that they won't. But what I was going to say is while you and I have not been together to have these conversations on the radio, to a degree, this is it, it is the sort of the Groundhog Day feel like it is moved incrementally. But at the same point, the, the the it is still in the air. It is unbelievable how this story just never is going to seemingly go away. Uh, and, and But what I think we need to talk about tonight is, is kind of where this is going. Because I do feel like there is some momentum here, if momentum from the sense of actually wondering, could Dan Snyder be legitimately in trouble here at some point with the other owners and get ousted? I think that has changed since we spoke last, but it's amazing how this story just continues to have legs.
1: Yeah, it seems like the names change, some of the names, but the main figures stay the same, right? We're still dealing with, should this guy own a team? And the answer is no. Um, should the NFL have done more and been more proactive? And the answer to that is a resounding yes. Um, You know, I would like to know what the difference is this time around in this investigation. Um, I would like to know why it wasn't maybe handled like this. I don't know, months ago. Um, I have a lot of questions for the NFL. I think they're afraid of what this investigation, what an actual and independent investigation uh, may turn up. I think they're afraid of their culpability, uh, how it may impact the league, how it may hurt the league. Uh, I think this has a lot of tentacles and it's not as simple as, you know, just saying Dan Snyder's a bad guy. Because I think if that was the case, the NFL would have shown that light a much brighter. But I think when you get someone who knows what they're doing with the flashlight, the light's going to shine other places and it's going to turn up other things. And there's no other reason why the NFL has been covering this long for that man.
0: There's something to be said for that for sure. And I do think, you know, I remember when, when the NBA ousted Donald Sterling. And I remember Mark Cuban at that time saying, look, he's obviously, I believe he said Donald Sterling, you know, it warrants, he goes, but everybody should be concerned as an owner that if he goes today, you could be tomorrow. And I think that on some basic level, that's been the issue here, at least the way I would interpret the whole thing as why the NFL, because it's all about the owners. It's not so much Roger Goodell, even it's about what are the owners want to do. And uh, the rich and powerful, they like to keep their business off, off the, uh, Off the books, as it were, and stay out of the public. And if you start investigating one of your own, and then lead to the point where one of your own gets ousted, why couldn't you be next? And I also think the 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 big question here is, on some level, is what is Dan Snyder's reaction going to be to all this? He's been incredibly um, erratic with his, like, even the idea that he was going to have his own launch his own investigation into allegations made against him is just a preposterous notion that somehow he and his his people determined was reasonable. And that's the type of logic that we, as the people who've been paying attention to the football side of things have witnessed for the last 20 years. But it's one thing to be like, wait, why are you firing this coach? Why are you drafting this player? That the same mindset goes into these real world implications is why I think it's hard to predict if you're the NFL, what comes next. If you do decide to move on to Dan Snyder. And I think that's something we need to look at further here. Uh, throughout the show.
1: Yeah, we're going to be taking your calls all night. We want to know do you think Dan Snyder is any closer to actually being ousted? Um, also, we want to know do you care about baseball being pushed back at all? Are you upset by this? Does it not matter to you? 800 636 1067. Ben Standing, Borchiroli. We are going to be here until nine o'clock talking all kinds of sports. Stick to the Commander's us. drama. Weird, you can change the name, Ben, but the drama still follows you. Everywhere. Oh,
0: I wrote the other day like that, you know, I understand where Ron Rivera comes from, but he always keeps saying new name, fresh start. And I wrote the other day after another round of all this has kept happening. I'm like that is such a I, I, I appreciate the sentiment, but that is not close to happening. Uh, for the record, we will not just be talking about the Dan Snyder drama, but we will be talking about actual football, including some quarterback options at seven o'clock. Uh, our colleague, Stephen Holder, who covers the Indianapolis Colts for the Athletic. He also was at the Super Bowl. We're going to talk about the Carson Wentz situation. He could potentially be in the mix for uh, for teams looking for a quarterback. And also, what was the chatter about the Commanders at the Super Bowl? Um, but, yeah, obviously, <laughs> it, it is, it, it is like you said, the name changes. It, it is almost hilarious that the name change happened, what was it, February 2nd. And it... it, it other than the fact that I have to remind myself what I'm going to call this team, nothing has, has actually changed a matter of the best intentions.
1: Yeah. Ron's like, new phone, who this? And everyone's like, we know it's still you. You guys are you guys are still there. It's right. the same old team. Um, we are going to talk a little baseball later on, too, in the show. If you want to give me a call, ask about Juan Soto, who turned down $350 million um, earlier this week. We'll get into that as well. But uh, let's go back to our favorite topic of Dan Snyder. We got Craig from Woodbridge on the line ready to uh, give us his thoughts on the Dan Snyder, Washington Commanders team. Craig, what's up? Hey, I was, I thought I was gonna talk on
0: baseball.
1: You can talk about baseball.
0: Well, I just, my experience with spring training, as you plan it all year, it's the most relaxing time in the world. And people make plans and then You got the families that go down, and the wives that go down, or the husband, whichever way. They go. Okay,
1: we're going to Disney World. I'm getting even with you. We're going to some
0: baseball games. Yep. And I've been to Legends Field for the Yankees, and they have people are back at a store like Kmart at Christmas. It's a Oh, man. It's fun, fun, fun.
1: It is. It's the best time of the year, I think. Everyone's in a good mood. Doesn't matter if they win or lose or get shelled. None of it counts. And I always tell families who, uh, by the way, thanks for the call, Craig. I always tell families who come down or who want to you know, get autographs or they want to meet players, I'm like, you got to come down to spring training because you don't have a chance during the regular season. But spring training, they'll sign, they're happy, they'll take the time. Everything is jovial. And... It is interesting. I think a lot of people right now are missing baseball, missing having spring training, because as soon as the Super Bowl ends, you kind of flip a little bit.
0: Well, also, it's the, you know, especially like where we are, like today, the last couple of days have been sunny days. It's not been the misery of winter, but it's, you know, the the wind was out today, and obviously there's been a bunch of cold days over the last few weeks, and the great thing about spring training, even if you don't get to go to Florida or Arizona to be part of it, you get to see it. You get to see it unfold and you know, Better days are ahead, weather-wise, at least. And now that's not there. We can, I guess, have our people that we know down in Florida to send us pictures of their backyard, but that's not the same thing as pitchers and catchers reporting and, uh, and, and so on and so on.
1: Yeah. It's really just the hope. And uh, if you're just joining us, uh, Britt Jorolli and Ben Standing, and we're, we're talking about are you going to miss baseball because they officially push back spring training. Uh, and also, of course, are they going to get rid of Dan Snyder? Because those are really the, the two topics we care the most about tonight, the two that we're going to delve into. But um, I think with baseball, too, with spring training, you're selling hope. Nobody has a loss yet.
0: Look, as an Orioles fan. That is all literally all I have. Yeah. Uh, at Hope and Adley Rutschman and that's it. And then we just have to figure out in what order do the hundred and some odd losses occur.
1: It's a dangerous drug. And you know, I saw I think two, two, three days ago, Mark Zuckerman with Masson posted a video of a uh, Max Scherzer finishing the cabbage race at Nats camp. And this was 2020, I want to say, right before the, you know, obviously before COVID shut everything down. And I remember that day because it was so fun. You got a bunch of big leaguers making millions of dollars, professional athletes, and they're on a turf football field, Ben, like practicing who can throw, who can toss this cabbage from one side of the field to the other as fast as they can.
0: Like a literal cabbage. A literal
1: cabbage. Davey brought in cabbages and they had teams and they went head to head. And I've never seen, again, this is a surprise, no one, Max Scherzer was beyond excited when his team won the cabbage race. It was all about the transitions. He got very into it, and he spiked the cabbage at the end, and they all hugged. And that's what's so fun about spring training, like all the goofiness of it that makes baseball so great. And it's really unfortunate that these two sides cannot come to an agreement.
0: Yeah, we're gonna talk, you know, more about baseball later later in the show. But it is as I, as I was telling you before, I, I was a diehard baseball fan. Uh, Eddie Murray, Cal Ripken, Mike Messina, what have you? I'll defend Brady Anderson's fifty home run season. How dare anybody assume other anything else was going on there? Uh, but uh, the sport has just absolutely lost me, and it's a, there's a hundred reasons as to why. In part because it's you know the slowness of it, all the analytics people kind of drive me crazy, but just the the constant—I mean, we deal with constant turmoil here, covering the, the 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 commanders now. The fact that they're the commanders is part of the, the part of that. But the NFL, NBA seem to have their house in order far more than baseball does when it comes to these types of of, of deals, and they just really make it challenging to want to stay with it.
1: Yeah, it's interesting because the NFL does have its house in order here, though they don't have their house in order with anything off the field. It seems like in comparison.
0: You know what? I mean, it's it's like, for example, like the last couple of weeks, hair on fire stories from the NFL. You have this, in this situation with the commanders, Dan Snyder, Congress. You also have the Brian Flores uh, r- racial discrimination lawsuit uh, going on, a uh, class action suit against the league, and, and all that has come from that. Big stories, absolutely worth everybody's time. Our guest, Stephen Holder, wrote about the Brian Flores aspect for The Athletic recently. The ratings for the Super Bowl – according to what we saw, the highest ratings for any television show, any show in the last five years. Whatever they're doing to get people to stay focused on the product, to that extent, give them credit. They have a drug, they know everybody's addicted, and they're not dumb enough to keep doing things like work stoppages to have people wean themselves off the drug.
1: Correct, because if you did, you'd be like, God, there's a lot of problems in the NFL. Like, you know, boy, why do I support this league? And that's what's happening in baseball. People are like, you know, maybe I'll check out some other things because I'm tired of this. I'm tired of all the fighting. And what really is unfortunate is they're not fighting over making the game better, Ben. Baseball's not going to come back and look, these games are snappy and they're energetic and there's all these changes that made the game better. And I think what the NFL does really well is they're not afraid to change the game. They're like, you know what? Passing points, excitement, change the rules. Let's do it. The NHL years ago, I remember growing up, I used to be able to do my homework watching the NHL. It was so slow. Then they changed the blue line. They, they changed the icing rules. They got rid of a lot of the rules and they sped the game up, right? Baseball is so slow to adapt in that regard. And this whole fight is over money. And that's really what makes it unfortunate because me and you and people that are really interested in the sport don't ultimately care about the economic part of it. We just want to get our beer, get our hot dog and watch the game.
0: Could not agree more. But we've got to uh we've got to pay the bills, so we're going to take a break here but coming up next, our colleague Stephen Holder, we're going to talk some actual football. Carson Wentz, is he in the quarterback mix for any team this off season? We'll get to that in a sec here on 1067 the Fan.
1: Alright, welcome back. 106.7 The Fan, Britt here with my friend Ben Standing on Overtime. We are here until 9 o'clock. We are talking Dan Snyder, Dan Snyder, Dan Snyder because what else is ever going on in the District of Columbia than Dan Snyder? We're also going to talk a little baseball that was officially delayed today. Um, we'll get into that as well. If you have any phone calls, you have any questions about what's going on with Juan Soto and the Nationals and also if you just want to call us and vent about having Dan Snyder about this constant like I guess like catnip that's just above you the dangling like are they going to get rid of him because then you get excited and then you're like ah oh, it's a tough uphill battle and then you get excited again that's kind of what this stage has been like I feel like if you really want this guy gone are you following every news line or are you pretending it's not a story and you're just hoping one day someone wakes you up with the news
0: it it's Look, I, I had I had designs coming on here and discussing like actual football topic, topics. I did a mailbag on the athletic today, and yeah, there were some Dan Snyder components in there, but there was also things like you know somebody asked me to rank the likelihood of of the top ten quarterbacks likely who starts week one, and we got I got into somebody asked about could they could Washington even ch- trade Chase Young in pursuit of a quarterback, which led to a whole other thing that happened on social media today. And a bunch of other stuff like there's actual football stuff like if if none of this existed, there's plenty of interesting topics for a team as we talked about in the last segment with Stephen Holder about Carson Wentz and what the Colts are going to do. It is truly a have and have-nots league at this point at the at the most important position. You have a quarterback, you have a shot to contend. You don't enjoy, uh, you know, trying to push that rock up the hill (laughs) and and not and not succeeding or not getting or or getting up there and not having the wind. To, to, to keep going. And um, unfortunately, though, other topics keep getting in the way. Um, did you ever watch the West Wing, by the way?
1: Oh, yeah. I love the West Wing. So,
0: so much of what I learned, I hate to admit this, so much of what I learned about politics or, or the, 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 the news cycle of politics came from that show, including the uh, take the trash out on Fridays thing. Now, granted, it's a different world. Back then, there was no social media. The internet was barely a thing. But this is what happened... Uh, kind of today on some level this the news of this uh that the nfl will in fact have an investigation with an attorney who previously investigated panthers owner jerry richardson who who left uh not under the exact same circumstances but under some a a cloud there the news comes out on friday afternoon it doesn't come out tuesday morning it comes out friday afternoon it's
1: real the friday news dump is real because major league baseball's Announcement came today on a Friday that spring training is going to be delayed. You definitely save your bad news for Friday, even in the social media age, because a lot of people are checking social media on their way to and from work. A lot of people kind of check out on the weekends. So that is a real thing. And, you know, I thought Stephen made a great point last segment that this team can never start fresh, new name, new whatever, unless they get new ownership, there is no chance this organization to truly start over and if I'm the NFL I'm just wondering how much more of a headache are you going to take when even if this isn't enough to oust Dan Snyder is the next thing going to come six months from now about him is it going to be a year from now I mean you are n- never getting rid of this man it feels like otherwise and you're dealing with this constant parade of headaches that I would imagine the league would just like to stop
0: you would think so logically but at the same point I you know you know, when you reach a certain level of the rich and powerful and whatever goes on behind the closed doors, like we all to a certain degree only kind of know what goes on. We've watched all the, uh, the, the scripted shows. We've read the books, the stories. Like we get some insight, but like ultimately it is a separate world from what we're all dealing with. And, you know, to the, like we, you know, I talked about this at the top of the show to whatever point they're all concerned, not just about the, but about the potential blowback from ousting Dan Snyder, either because people start investigating them, or perhaps even does Dan Snyder have some type of um, retribution himself? Like, says, hey, you guys are going to try to get rid of me? Well, look what I know. He's been around for a minute. And there are all these things that have got to be a concern. But that's what has made the last week so interesting, the fact that a week ago the NFL sent Congress a letter when Congress is complaining about the the lack of documents from the Wilkinson report and so on, saying, hey, it's not us. It's over there. We're trying to do what we can, but it's the commanders. They're not helping. And then I, Congress was like, yeah, 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 that's cool. This is your problem. <laughs> it's your account. You have to oversee it. If, you, if, it's a, if it's an issue, that's on you. That was interesting, though, that there was a separation there, which leads then to what's happening today. That, okay, they're saying not just is an investigation going to take place. It will be a written report and made public. What comes of it? We'll see, but at least it's happening.
1: Yeah, you know, I love the concept of Dan Snyder having a little black book, knowing where all the bodies are buried. Now I'm rooting even more for him to be ousted, because not only would it give this whole city what it absolutely needs, this whole area what it absolutely needs, it would also give them some hope, this organization of actually moving forward, actually turning over a new leaf. But imagine the secrets if this guy does have a black book. Imagine the stuff that would tumble out the headlines. I mean, the gossip, the dirt that this guy has been saving for years, Ben. I want to read that. Or he writes a tell-all book. I'm buying that book.
0: It would be amazing. Oh, uh, yeah, I mean, I 100%, uh, I'm all in on the book. Look, like, if we just want pure chaos, that is the way to go. There, There is no doubt about it. Uh, don't go out quietly. Go out screaming and see what happens says the guy who will have to be covering yeah.
1: It all. Yeah, but what if he's got <laughs> stuff on, like, Goodell? Maybe that's why this whole thing has been... You can go real far down this conspiracy rabbit hole, but, like, what if he does, and that's why the NFL has been so protective of this whole thing, right? Sure. Goodell hasn't been around as long.
0: Yeah, look, yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, all the owners... The, Goodell works for the owners, and all the owners have to know on some level what's going on. Like, for example, just the other day, it was, it was reported that the Dallas Cowboys had a financial settlement uh, with several uh, cheerleaders in the organization because one of their executives that was allegedly uh, peeping on them, I believe in the, in the shower bathroom area. I, I, that just came out publicly to us. I assume the other owners are aware of that before the news broke and, and, and like it's, it's who knows what else is out there. And that's at least the type of thing that could hypothetically get out because it was, there was a settlement who knows what else is potentially happening there, uh, for 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 sure, that would be a, a whole other segment. What, what what conspiracy theories would you hope Dan Snyder w- would release? Doesn't even have to be related to this. Like you know, who killed JFK? You yeah. Know, who knows? Who knows what he knows?
1: I mean, I'm here for it. Rich and power. You're right. Rich and powerful people know a lot. Could have a lot of dirt on other rich and powerful people. Imagine if he brings down three or four other owners with him. I mean, that would just be insane. This whole thing would be insane. If he's like, you know, what if I'm going? Well, what about this guy? What about Jerry? What about this guy over here? You know. And then, all of sudden, before you know it, there's just straight chaos. And that might be, as you were saying off air, a legitimate reason for why they have backed him. Not because they like him. Not because they think he's good for the sport. Not because they want to tolerate him. But because of what he knows.
0: Hey, look, if he can get the Angelos to sell and have the Orioles be competitive, I'm down for something.
1: <laughs> he just starts, he goes <laughs> out and he's like, you know what? I also have some stuff I compiled on other owners from hey, other he, sports. If he can
0: get Ted Leonsis to have to change back to the Bullets instead of the Wizards, I'm down for that too. Whatever we need to do. Uh yeah, let, let's uh let, let, let's get into that. Uh Rip, We're gonna got plenty more to get into here on Overtime on 1067 the Fan. All right, welcome back to Overtime here on 106.7 The Fan. Ben Standig, Britt Jolie here. We're with you until 9 o'clock. We have been talking plenty about the latest with regards to the investigation into the Washington Commanders and Dan Snyder. New twists and turns today, specifically that the NFL is going to uh, conduct an investigation. They're going to make it public. They're going to have a written report, and there's a new investigator, Britt, and just in the last few minutes, we've got some thoughts here from the attorneys who are representing many of the former team employees uh, who who we, we've talked about plenty over the, over the last year and a half. You and I were just discussing the statement. What was the takeaway that you had in looking at this statement uh, just a second ago?
1: So initially, I thought that they would be excited that they were going to at least try to provide some kind of non-sham of an investigation, I guess. But now that I look at this statement, the fact that there is going to be a new investigator who doesn't have the same breadth of knowledge that, you know, Ms. Wilkinson did, I think that this is another tactical move by the NFL to keep this separate, to keep this in a vacuum, to make sure that If it's just looked at as this one thing and you don't take into account everything else around you, you have no peripheral vision, that doesn't look that bad, maybe. Right. So I think this is a tactical move of saying we tried. We got a new investigator. We had a full investigation. And this is what we found. Without taking into account everything else that got us to this point. It's terrible. It, It is It's misrepresenting what the actual problem is here. It doesn't take into effect all of these women who complained before, the culture, the systematic abuse, all of these things that surely go into what we're now dealing with here. You can't just look at it as this one complaint, this one issue, this one incident. You have to take everything into account. And this investigator, maybe we brought up to speed, but it's not the same as this first person who dealt with all these women and it's also not easy for these women to continuously speak to new people about a traumatic time to continue to talk to more people because they're looking to trip you up they're looking to say oh this detail you gave to that person months ago you didn't give to us here right so it it creates a lot of holes in the previous work and i think it's a tactical decision by the nfl
0: and you know not only is brit just a reasonably smart person. She does a lot of investigative work for the Athletic, So she's dealt with uh, other stories along this line. So it's interesting to hear that person perspective. Um, it's interesting, right? So we were talking about this before in between the break and the, and we talked about it in our earlier segment with our colleague, Stephen Holder, who covers the NFL for the athletic, the idea of at some point, when are they, when are the other, when's the own, other owners just going to cut ties and say enough is enough. And I, and I was saying to you before that, In and of itself, this one situation, uh, will it be enough? We can't say, obviously. We we don't know. Tiffany Johnston is accusing Dan Snyder of having, uh, you know, essentially groped her at an event and then tried to get her to go into a limousine, and he's saying, uh, you know, that 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 did not happen. If we believe that that's what they're going to tell the investigators, then uh, to some degree it's a, you know, he said, she said, there was a witness who apparently who saw, um, who can corroborate what he was saying, so we'll see where that goes. But ultimately, like you said, if if you silo this thing off into, okay, we're just talking about this one incident, we're not talking about all the other 40-plus women that have come forward that we know of at least, um, then these are two separate things. And I was mentioning before my analogy of you know when Martin Scorsese finally gets an Academy Award for, I think it was for The Departed, It's not that The Departed was necessarily his best work, but it was like everybody is aware he probably should have won five other Academy Awards for Best Director or Best Film or whatever it was. It didn't happen, and that's not lost on the voters at that moment. Hey, this is pretty good. We probably need to get him at some point in a positive way there. Here it would be sort of the opposite. Dan Snyder, there's been a buildup of things. It hasn't happened. Maybe this is the time to get it, but if you you ignore the past... And pretend that didn't happen, which is kind of what it seems like you're you're suggesting this might be the case, then that's a problem.
1: Yeah, it just seems like if you're going to assess a he said, she said, and you're going to completely ignore the background of one of the parties, are you doing your due diligence? And even if you do get up to speed, um, why not use the same investigator? I, I, I'm really unclear. Was there an explanation given as to why they decided to assign a new person to this?
0: I'm not positive I'm going to reread this when when we're in the next break the the previous statement from the NFL but I didn't notice that uh per se obviously um th- this person Miss White who's the who they hired her credentials are you know everything you would want there and including she previously led the investigation into former Panthers owner Jerry Richardson who um you know sold the team under uh, a cloud of 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 uh, controversy as well so she herself is not going to be questioned per se. It's now quest. It's a matter of yeah, like you're saying, why are they, why are they doing this? Um, you know, I, I guess my my thing is to you know to circle it all back. Everybody just wants to know: is this any of this leading to Dan Snyder actually losing the team? And you know, I say for years, you know, hope is a dangerous thing. It's like the the like uh, I'm like the Morgan Freeman character in Shawshank talking to Tim Robbins. Everybody I know who's really wants to believe that you that, that hope is a good thing. And, you know, I'm kind of like, hey, don't, don't get yourself, don't, don't don't be Charlie Brown trying to go kick that football, right? There's so much that has to happen. And as we've discussed, are the other owners actually willing to do what's necessary? You need 24 of the 31 other owners to vote yes, to kick him out for it to occur. I don't, you know, for all we know, there might be only 10 right now, or maybe there's 20, or, you know, maybe there's 24, but they're just not willing to actually take the vote. That's what we don't know but the, 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 the scenarios that have unfolded over the last week from the NFL letter to Congress separating themselves a little bit, that this investigation will happen, that there was a pro football talk report the other day, that there's maybe finally starting to be some ownership movement there. It's at least putting this into the conversation. We couldn't even have taken this conversation seriously when you and I talked at the end of the calendar year or or even a month ago or so. It is different now. That at least would say there's some hope. I still wonder if it's actually going to happen, but at least if for those who are hoping that this were to happen, I think there's some reasons to at least be like curious where this goes.
1: I think it's now or never too with him. I think if he gets away with this, he's never going to be ousted as owner. He will own this team until he dies or he decides he doesn't want to own this team anymore but to me this feels like the watershed moment here ben this is either something the nfl is going to tolerate or something they're not and a lot of that's going to have to do with with what the investigation finds they did say it's going to be made public i am curious how transparent the actual report with the public will be um but i would really like to know if this isn't enough then what is what is is anything enough if this isn't?
0: Uh, sure, I, I mean, will will I no I have no idea what to what to think. I mean, like I said, I I get where you're coming from, but who who knows? One thing that's always fascinating to me about this, like, it would be really cool to own a uh, an NFL franchise. One, it would mean you have an insane amount of money. I mean, Dan Snyder recently, yeah. I don't know if you saw, he just bought the most expensive house in the area. Over in Mount Vernon, I I don't know the exact cost. Maybe Linnell's shaking his head. Just, I don't know what the exact number was, but insane house, literally on the Mount Vernon property. Everything you could possibly want, and he he bought it. He's got all the he's got a yacht that's you know bigger than the forty eight million dollars. He's got a yacht, you know, all that stuff. He's clearly got a fun life. But this has got to be unbelievably miserable <laughs> to to deal with. I don't just I don't mean the illegal stuff, but just. Forget all this is even happening. The fan base is, you know, turned against you. The, the team stinks. But if you have nobody in your life telling you that, you know, the emperor is wearing no you know, no clothes, then you just keep, I guess, just keep thinking it's fun. Like, I don't understand. What, what's the enjoyment out of this at some point?
1: Right. Well, you're making money. You, these, these sports, no one gets into these sports teams because they're such beloved sports fans. They get 100%. in because they're cash cows. But you're right. At what point would you just want to be a rich guy who can be this disgusting human being and nobody would care about you because you're not in the public limelight. If he didn't own the team, nobody would care what he did with his time. Nobody would care how he treated women or who he's groping. I mean, that would be his own separate issue, maybe in smaller court cases with these women, but it certainly wouldn't be on our airwaves. So it it does raise the question of, does he want to keep putting himself through this? I don't think he cares. I don't. I think people make the mistake of thinking that owners are like me and you. They're not. The players that I talk to who deal directly with the owners in these MLB meetings right now have made it very clear they are not like you and I. They are not even like professional athletes. They are on a whole different sphere of human beings. So I don't think they care about the headlines or how they're perceived. All they care about is making vast amount of money. They don't care if the team is any good. All they care about is that they are continuing to profit. And I think that's the difference here is me and you and everyone listening is like, Gosh, how does this guy wake up in the morning and, and you know, go about his day? And the answer is he simply doesn't care what anybody else thinks. Well, I
0: mean, when you have power, I don't care what the power is. You don't give it up easily. People, like whether you're talking about being, uh, you know, in charge of a country, a company, a, a team, or you're the head of the PTA. I don't know, whatever it is, people don't like to give up power once they have it. And when you have an insane amount and then you're also making money on, on top of it. And if, and if you do, you don't want to do it because other people are telling you to get out. <laughs> like it might be one thing if there's like an, a, an, an election or some other mechanism, but like if people are just saying, we don't like you get out. Yeah, no, I'm not going to do that. That, that this is how it is. Also, like you said that they're, they're not like us just when you are in that bubble to such that degree and you have nothing but yes, man, yes, women around you telling you how great you are, Everything is fine. Nothing, you know. Oh my God! I can't even imagine how distorted you are from reality. Who knows what Dan Snyder actually thinks? Since I've been on the beat, he has never taken a question from a reporter that I have seen. So he is to who knows when he has ever been asked a question that makes him even think. Oh wait, what? I thought everything according to my people, we're all good. I, I know there's empty. I see the empty seats, but you know they're just people are angry because we didn't win enough games or something, not because I'm terrible
1: correct yeah i just it's a totally different spear i feel like and you're right the power thing can be very it can be a very powerful drug i mean look at you and that radio microphone
0: <laughs> hey you know what <laughs> i've been
1: holding that joke for a little while i was like wrap it up Ben. i got I, a joke and you're gonna ruin it
0: i'm not look this show ends at nine i'm sitting here until who knows when i'm just gonna keep talking we're that, gonna see that's what, what happens. he
1: does that's what he does but you Hopefully, they're going to stay here for a few more minutes. We're going to talk a little baseball, probably, when we get out of this break. Maybe even a little Juan Soto. And, of course, Dan Snyder, Dan Snyder, Dan Snyder. <laughs> Britt Ben Standing, 106.7 The Fan. We'll be back in just a few minutes.